0: 029 The Hog presents another
1: Bob and Bryant
0: podcast.
1: We've all had enough reality already. It's time to get reacquainted with the edge of your seat because the big screen is back. Check out all the summer blockbusters coming to Marcus Theatres and Movie Tavern at marcustheaters.com. New week. More music news with Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you? We're good. We have a
0: question for you. Uh oh! Not on the list. Uh oh! Just want to know if you remember. Well, you remember Solid Gold, right? The, the show. Oh yeah. Dion Warwick. Yep. Um, Denny
1: Terrio. Andy Gibb hosted for a while too. Yeah. Did. who left Denny or Dion? I don't know. Okay, but anyway.
0: Do you remember Party Hardy
1: Marty? I do not. Oh boy.
0: I'm not imagining this guy. No,
1: I'm shocked, Gary. I thought Gary'll remember
2: Party Hardy Marty. You, you, thought, I, you thought I was? I was sitting there uh, with bated breath each week for Solid Gold. <laughs> did you?
1: I don't know who watched Solid well, Gold every week. It was not like Saturday a Music Show. It you was not like at two o'clock Saturday afternoons in syndication. Whoever watched Solid Gold, it was just dancers yeah, dancing I mean, to the
2: top hits. Yeah, I mean, and especially 1980, 1988. I was uh, my. My critical self was uh, was not exactly focused on that kind of music.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you this, Gary. I didn't watch Solid Gold, but I still knew about Party Marty Hardy, it's Party Hardy Marty.
0: He was in a couple of movies. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What were they? Uh, basic Training. Okay. <laughs> and both of these movies have, like, uh, uh, you know, the poster is. A big group of people with all kinds of... An ensemble
1: mayhem going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, when we are done here, I will go to YouTube and, and look uh, and look up Mr. Marty.
1: <laughs> I'd tell you not to, but I kind of want you to now that, <laughs> that you can't remember him. I, uh, I stumbled onto an old interview from 1977 last night. And it was done by the BBC. And I was really shocked at how choppy and awkward it was for 1977 but anyway still it was interesting it was with the eagles mm. and glenn fry explained they asked him to the the take it easy and he said well first off that's that's more a jackson brown song than my song i just kind of filled in the blanks but they asked him about uh why winslow arizona how where did that come from how did you pick winslow arizona i thought he'd say it just fit you know syllabically it fit winslow Arizona he said Jackson Brown broke down there once his car blew yeah. up in Winslow Arizona
2: Yeah no, that's uh, that, that is the the true story He was
1: stuck there and Jackson yep. Brown said they got a lot of Chinese restaurants there
0: <laughs> Well but they don't think they got a lot of Chinese no. restaurants in no. Winslow and, Arizona
1: And then and then the uh the other part you know uh slowing down to take a look at me Glenn was hitchhiking back from San Francisco to Los Angeles, and he said he's standing on this on-ramp somewhere in California. He said a lot of people slowed down and looked and just kept driving by for hours, so that's where the line slowing down to take a look at me came from.
0: Why yeah. Why didn't yeah, anyone they, help him?
1: He did eventually got a ride, he said, but it took a couple hours before somebody gave him a ride.
2: Yeah, and, you know, the flatbed Ford, it's true, supposedly true. So least according to those guys. And you know, they have statues of them in, in Winslow. Which don't
1: look anything like them. They are horrible statues. They're not, I've seen they're not great. They're no, not great. They are really they got those off the shelf. Those weren't custom. <laughs> Need a hippie kind of 90s. By the same
0: same person that did the Lucy <laughs> statue. These
1: aren't quite as bad, but it's it's right up there. Uh okay enough of uh songs that uh have been around for a long time. Yeah. Let's talk about a uh, 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 uh what is this Vince Neal botch's first solo show what is how, what well, you, what happened
2: well Vince Neal returned to the stage uh, this week in uh you know or actually last weekend so I guess it's, it's still technically uh, this week at the in Iowa at the Boone River Valley festival and after struggling his way through 14 14- uh, songs during Girls Girls Girls, he oh. just bailed. He just said, Sorry guys, my voice is all effed up or my my effing voice is gone. Well, uh, 14 we love you songs. we'll hope- that's yeah, like I mean a- I'm sh- I'm shocked to hear that he made it through fourteen songs. But
0: that's like that's ninety that's, minutes of concert is a reasonable
2: it? it's a re- yes, a reasonable one show but but the preceding thirteen <laughs> were not were nothing to <laughs> you know to be real happy about so <laughs> What? You know, the... listen. He's had he's had vocal problems for a mm. long, long time. Anybody who's been to a Motley Crue concert in the last decade, maybe more, you know, has has more than likely either witnessed, you know, a, a a Vince Neil performance that we could say is wanting, or or maybe heard a Vince Neil performance that wasn't necessarily emanating from the stage. If you're picking up what I'm laying oh, down, okay. So, really? so, so he,
0: he knows. Uh,
2: He's I had think, problems, you know, this, right? And well, this I you know, you would hope that they realize I mean this does not bode well, they're supposed to go on the road next summer, uh, with Def Leopard Poison and Joan Jett.
0: So wouldn't he know a day out or at least the morning of the that...
2: I don't know. I don't know if that happens. I mean I you know, if you think about, you know, us as amateur athletes, you know, when you go out there on the ball field or the hmm. or the tee or something and you're feeling good and then, you know, the first time you swing something, everything goes haywire. <laughs> I, you know, I imagine it can be the same. You know, you know, you may step on stage feeling very confident in your voice and find out by the first chorus that that confidence was misplaced. How big a
1: crowd are we talking
2: about? And there, you know, you couldn't tell from the YouTube stuff, and there's not a lot of it out there anyway. So, I, I've, I've a, not seen anything about how many people were there.
1: Because I can see where he would go, well, the show must go on, man. I got to go. They're here, you know. They, they no,
2: and he got paid for it. Right. You uh, know, so, honor your contract. Go out and go out and play. So,
1: now does he go home and rest his voice I, for, for,
2: for a while? Or do, we'll, I don't know what happens. He hasn't come out and said a word since this. So, well, because he's resting his voice. Because <laughs> rest, he's resting <laughs> yes. his voice. But, you know, his fingers... <laughs> Still work, he could post something. Yeah, you walk uh, out
0: thinking you're buddy love, and suddenly you're <laughs> Professor Franker. What was yep. Jerry
1: Lewis's version uh, who was that? Uh, the in the nutty, nutty pro- professor, yeah.
0: he was Professor, what was I can't that? remember? Eddie yeah. Murphy did a version, too.
1: Of course, yep. how old are Roger Waters and David Gilmore now? They're in their 70s, they're right? Their 70s, and they're
2: still
1: not getting along,
2: they're still behaving like they're seven. Uh, you know, the latest, this is, this is a decades-long dust-up, and it's all about power, control, and ego. And it's been going on since the 70s, you know, about which, one, which one's pink or which one's more pink than the other. Uh, the latest dust-up occurred this week when Roger Waters posted online a long message about the Animals reissue that everybody's been waiting for. That's the only album in the Pink Floyd catalog. They haven't put out a new mix box set you know, four, and supposedly there's one done, but there was a set of liner notes that David Gilmour did not like. And so according to Roger Waters, he vetoed the liner notes and is holding up any, Gilmour is holding up any progress on the animals reissue until the liner notes are done. You know, in, in you know, Waters is saying that the liner notes don't give, David, David Gilmour doesn't feel that the liner notes give him, David Gilmore, enough credit for his contributions to the Animals album. Uh, Roger Waters feels they're spot on because of because of course, they give most of the credit to Roger, Roger Waters, Waters, and we know this because Roger Waters posted the liner notes online as part of his message. So the other the other thing in the in in the message from Roger Waters is this news that he's going to write his. His memoir, he's been writing it because of COVID and the lockdown, and he said he's going to set the record straight and uh, reveal more instances in where uh, Gilmore is claiming more credit than he deserves.
1: I will set the record straight. Boy, that's never, nobody ever agrees. The other side never agrees that you're setting the record straight when you claim
2: you're setting the record straight. Of course not. And he he took a shot at David Gilmore and his wife, Polly Sampson, for keeping him, Roger Waters, uh, off of Pink Floyd's social media, denying him access to it. You know, fact of the matter is the guy left the band in the mid-'80s. And, Roger Waters know, he, did, yeah. Roger Waters did, and, and feeling that Pink Floyd could not continue without him, but it did, and so he, he is still very angry about that.
1: Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is never going to get better.
2: No, no, it did briefly. Uh, if you remember the Live Aid Festival, you know, back in 90, whenever that was, or was it in the early 2000s, but Pink Floyd reunited and played together for the last time with the four of them, and it was very nice. It was a very good performance. You could kind of tell they were happy together on stage, and, you know, out of that did come a series of vaults projects, archival projects, you know, really good box sets of Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall and you know, and they look, yeah. You know, so there was, there were better feelings at one point that this is d this is done. Those this days are long over. This is done as David Crosby, and Crosby stills Nash, and young.
1: All right, here, what do David Lee Roth and Billy Gibbons have in common this week, anyway?
2: Well, they have new music coming out. Um, you know the, uh, you know Billy Gibbons has a new album called Hardware, third solo album outside of ZZ Top, and and it's a good one. He recorded it in the Joshua Tree Desert, which is, you know, a place he certainly feels some kinship to. And there's just good, good rock and bluesy stuff on there. Uh, David Lee Roth, meanwhile, has put out a new single called Giddy Up. Uh, it's recorded with, with his band, his regular band. And it's part of this online comic he put out last year called The Roth Project and he's basically been adding songs as part of the projects so we don't we don't know if there's going to be a new you know a new David Lee Roth album or not but we do have this new song Giddy Up and we'll theoretically be seeing him in the flesh uh come summer. I was talking to Paul Stanley from Kiss earlier this week and he told me that the end of the road tour which David Lee Roth is opening is going to resume in mid August and Kiss will be back out you know, getting to the end of their road, which is supposed to take place sometime in 2022.
0: Is David Lee Roth's band, his band, or is it like guys that you hear all the time, like well,
2: it's got uh, it's, no, Crew, it's Actually, two of, guy, two of the guys, Greg at the drummer, and Brett Toggle, the keyboardist, have been with him since the beginning of his solo career. Uh, John Five, the guitarist, also plays with Rob Zombie, but he's been working with David Lee Roth. Uh, for a long time, writing music for him. Are now. these the
1: guys that are on the Yankee Rose video?
2: Uh, a couple of them. Are. Okay,
1: is the guy who whips his guitar around, yeah. you know, throws it over and then catches, you know, like with the strap and everything? Uh-huh. that was a good move. Oh, I, yeah. I thought that was a great move. Oh, Yeah,
2: yeah. No, that, that's one of the that's one of the '90s metals moves. <laughs> right, and then it, love- it's just kind of stuck <laughs> around, but it's fun, It's oh, fun yeah. to watch.
1: I'd love to be able to do that and not miss a note.
2: How cool is that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is he oh, still in you- the band, the guitar guy?
2: I you know, I'll have to go back and look at it. I don't think so. I think that's different different than John Five.
1: That's
0: Steve
2: Vai. Well, that's Steve Vai? Yeah, yeah oh. that's, that's who that's who played on the track. But uh in a video there, too. There are a couple videos of it out there. So if it's the original music video, it's likely Steve Vai. That was
1: a good song. Yankee Rose was a oh, good yeah. song. You
2: know, no, I didn't like albums.
1: his bozy bozy bop stuff, but Yankee Rose was a, you know,
2: was good. Yeah, not like, the first couple albums, solo albums he put out.
1: We're I like good. This, I liked his version of California Girls too.
2: Yeah, no, it was fun. I
1: thought That was all right. Lady Gaga, another delay.
2: Yeah, you know, she's uh, and you know, she's delaying her world tour uh yet again for the second time now and now she's bumping it back to twenty twenty two. Uh the reason being she says is, you know, she she's gotta go out on a global tour to make it make sense. You know, you've got to you've gotta go out knowing you're gonna play every everywhere you want to not suddenly have to shut your tour down if, you know because one country or another you know either has to dial back or isn't as open as the others so she's she's just playing it safe you know we'll go out when we know everybody's open and we can do a tour start to finish uh, a lot of you know a lot of acts are doing are doing you know the ones who you see who who you've seen make the decision to push back to next year that's the rationale is you know We've just got to make sure everything's open, everybody's work, everything's working like it should, and we're going to be able to complete this tour. Anybody who's going out this year, you know, is going out with a risk of another surge in whatever territory, and and having to shut down the tour at some point.
0: Is that what behind uh, is
2: behind uh, Brian May's
0: statement, or or is that uh,
2: that's part of it? You know, so Brian May came out, you know, in an interview. Brian May of Queen came out in an interview and says, "Yeah, it's it's quite possible we Queen won't tour again because right now they don't feel it's the time to take, you know, their machine, and you know they're one of those bands that revs up a big machine, and they don't want to commit to taking the machine out on the road." And his point. Well taken, as you know, he and Roger Taylor, especially, they're getting up in years as well, and you know may not feel up to going out on a full-scale world tour again. So that, that you know that, that some of that's dramatics, you know, and some of that's building, building the fan appetite, and so but some of it is is reality too.
1: On the other hand, a few more shows announced here in town.
2: Yeah, no, it looks like uh, you know the the. The return summer is continuing. Uh, Guns N' Roses confirmed its show. You know, they, were, they released a new itinerary for its tour and really only pushing things back a couple weeks. But s- September 18th at Summerfest with Mammoth WVH. That would be Wolfgang Van Halen. Uh, you know, it will be opening. Uh, his album, by the way, comes out next week. Uh, Psychedelic Furs are playing the night before, September 17th at Summerfest. Uh, meanwhile, the American Family Insurance Amphitheater Foo Fighters 25th Anniversary tour soon, July 30th. So you'll be able to have that. And then Slipknot is going to bring their tour uh, to the, you know, I don't know, something about saying Slipknot and American Family in the same sentence feels like a lot of fun. Right. The stage uh, could take a, be there on September the, 29th.
1: the stage could take a beating that night. Speaking of Slipknot, um, they say they would turn down an induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, do they really need to worry about that? I don't know,
2: not for a little while, okay. so this is Corey Taylor, the front man talking. He's out on a solo tour right now, and he's just saying, You know, we don't care about it at all. He calls it a pile of garbage they only they don't induct real rock bands, they only induct pop acts they call he calls it a sham, and you know, basically he says you know they will turn it down, but we'll see it's it's going to be a little while before they're eligible.
0: That's very artistic of that is not so. sure,
2: yeah, no, yeah. that's a good.
0: As Clint Eastwood
1: say, it's very stylish. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good grumpy position to take.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, where do we finish this week?
2: Uh, well, why don't we go to, so, you know, let's stay in the hard rock world. Last week we talked about David Ellison being parting company with Megadeth. Well, he is, you know, fending off the sexual abuse charges. Uh, big rumor. Amongst the fan base was that Jason Newsted, who used to be in Metallica, was going to take his place. So Jason's wife, Nicole, posted this week on social media saying, one, Jason is not joining Megadeth. Peace to them. Listen to metal. And then, two, letting everybody know that Jason has no social media accounts. So if you've been contacted <laughs> by a Jason Newsted social media account, it's not him. Don't open it. Don't touch it. Run away from it. So he's been doing good, his good own. Good for him. Yeah, last few years he's been doing his own thing. You know, he makes music, posts it as he wishes, you know, on a website. And, uh, you know, really, he tour, he's toured a little bit, but, you know, he's kind of living off his Metallica money and, and doing what he wants to creatively and artistically.
0: But you don't remember Party Hardy Marty.
2: I don't oh. remember Party Hardy Marty. I am. I am going to YouTube. Is it Party Hardy H E A? Well,
0: you can't. I, I tried to find him under Party Hardy Marty, but uh-huh. his name is Jason Cohen. And then his you name read is his even... bio. No, his name isn't Marty. Hardy.
1: No, Marty? It's not even a Marty. No, I'm sorry. It is
0: Marty Cohen. Oh, Marty okay. Cohen. Marty Cohen. Right. All right. Yeah. He was in 88 episodes of Solid Gold. <laughs> He's in the credits there and a couple of movies that, you know, are obviously
2: B movies. All right. Well, you know what? You can email me that, and I'll, I'll, I'll find what I need to find, and be be as well versed as I can in Party Hardy Marty by the end of the week.
1: All right. It's going to be hot uh, in Michigan this it's weekend. Going to
2: be, it's going to be very hot. Make sure you hydrate, Gary. Well, we have an outdoor wedding, so. Can't
1: wait. Oh. Oh, is it under a tent Ooh. or a canopy or in a it barn is, it or something? Is under,
2: it is under something, and apparently they have some sort of air cooling thing that's going to blow through it. So. A fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A big fan. You know, Old we'll barn own, fan. We'll take our own fan, stick it on the table. All right, Gary. All right, you guys have a good week. Talk to
1: you next week. Gary Graff, our music guy.